Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Cozy Cryptic Podcast, and thank you for joining me this week. As we have a special guest today, Mr. Cody from Paranormally Cryptic is here today with us. And uh, the conversation was pre-recorded earlier than I'm uh, recording this introduction right now. So we like we just started like going into it and talking. So um, I'm post uh, recording this now, but I hope you guys enjoyed it i enjoyed myself and the conversation we had and i hope you guys too uh again they can follow uh cody over at paranormally cryptid over on tiktok and and check out his podcast and wherever you listen to podcasts and um, enjoy thank you So, uh, what you up to lately? What you been up to lately? Other than podcast work, nothing. Mm-hmm. I've just been playing, or been trying to play Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. Still is not working for me. And I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, my wife uh, got that game. She like pre-ordered it like months and months ago. It finally came out, and she's been addicted to it. And I played it for like a couple hours, and I I got bored of it pretty fast. So it felt like a expansion of the Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild expansion. It, I feel like it isn't like an extension to the game, but the only thing that has me continuing to play that more than I did for Breath of the Wild is the whole like combining weapons ordeal oh yeah now i'm like trying to find certain monsters to collect that that one piece off of them to try and make a weapon stronger and now it's like i have the master sword i've been on all four of the dragons and i've either gained one of their scales or a horn piece so it's like what dragon do i like more than the other and so far the fire dragon's been my favorite one out of the four do they uh, do they keep like responding so you keep like collecting their stuff that's dope i think they have like a 10 minute respawn session so you can sit on the dragon's face put the game down let it let him soar wherever he's going to soar and then you just when he close back up 
smack him in the face with the weapon, and you'll either get a scale or a horn piece. Nice. I'm playing like a. I was trying to like replay uh, Minish Cap in. That was fun. But yeah. I don't really have time to like play a 30 hour game. Like, straight up. I was going to say, I've only had time to play video games this weekend because it's too hot outside to actually want to do anything. Yeah. I think. Actually, let me see what the temperature is. Like 90? It's like, supposed to be like 90 here. Oh, it's just... It says it's right now 75 here. Eh, that ain't bad. I think... I think Saturday was when it was like 90 for us. Jeez. I had to keep going outside just to move plants around into the shade so they didn't die of the heat. What kind of plants you got? Like I have no I have no clue. My other half decided she wanted flowers for Memorial Day weekend and we went and got flowers. She put them in a pot and they just get moved around outside. I think my wife like uh, she planted some like lilies and stuff, and they're growing pretty good. How's your uh, how's that cooking show going? We've done one episode. That's awesome. And which I'll admit, with how my health is, it it sucks right now. I have like high blood pressure, and I have to call my doctor like every Friday. To give them updates of like how my blood pressure is throughout the week so they can neither tell me they're going to higher or lower my blood pressure medicine until I feel better and for like the last two weeks I've had nothing but migraines because of it I'm so and sorry you're fine they'll eventually figure it out but like this Friday we didn't do it because Michaela was sick so we're doing the whole Philly cheesesteak next Friday. Next Friday. What time is that? Like a... Uh, it'd be 3 o'clock for me, like two. 2 o'clock for you, and then like 8 o'clock over in the UK. Yeah, you like, do that on like your TikTok lives, right? Yep. You ever uh, like, uh, what's it called? Like Samacast? Or like where you... Like, do you like on one platform or another or I'm right now trying to work with StreamYard. StreamYard, because yeah. I, I use uh StreamLab to record everything. Yeah. And like I like having my microphone hooked up and all that, but I've noticed whenever I hook up my headphone that it it'll numb down all the noise from my computer and put it onto the microphone. So if I have somebody like talking to me, it's all coming through all that. So my computer is not picking it up properly. So then when I play my episodes, do you, I have where they're whispering and it sounds like I'm screaming. So now I'm like trying to figure out where I need to bounce to 
try and be able to use my microphone and not cancel everything out, or I need to get a, what were they called? I want to say they're called like snowballs. I have one that's just nowhere near me. Oh, like that one. It, yeah, yeah, I, I want to say it's I know that one. Yeah. Like a USB mic, yeah, like a, what's it called, damn, like a Blue Yeti or something um, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Blue Yeti. Oh, yeah. It's right. just this one I took out on a paranormal investigation and the spirits broke it without me even plugging it in. That sucks. Where'd you, where'd you go on that investigation? We went to... Blackford County Jail. Ooh. And which, from what my team leader says, they like messing with anything that has a microphone attached to it. I must be like really cool, like just like be there for like the like the history and stuff. See, that's actually stuff that I like. I like because if you go to certain locations, they don't tell you about the history of the place. They just tell you the sightings and all that that yeah. they had where like Blackford County Jail they told you the history because the owner of that or the owner of that place also owns the speakeasy that's in their yeah like on the other side of town I just stop and take real quick where they were located but they, he gives you the history of both locations and then of course the other one location is one fee the other location is another fee, and if you want to do both, you have to pay a grand total, in which I don't have a clue on how much it was. I just know I had to pay, I think that was like $100 between me and the wife to go, so 50 bucks each. Yeah. We both went with our team, and they gave us the history. We tend not to ask about the, like what goes on there because we don't want to, I don't know. We like, wanted- It's like jinx it, you know? Yeah. It, Cause we had one per, uh, person sit there and tell us like, oh, this is how, or this happened to this person or this happened to this person. And then it just seemed like we didn't get any of like that activity. Yeah, We went to post town in which, yeah, we got a lot of evidence for that location, but it was just a, yeah. Like they were, they were sitting there talking about how doors slam, blockers slam. And if you walk into this one teacher's room, you hear the call button being pushed. Hmm. Yeah, I think the only time we heard the call button being pushed was when I walked over and started pushing it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah you get one of them like blow smoke up your ass and. I mean, don't get me wrong. They have uh, footage of the owner because he lives in the school himself. He has like his own little spot where it's blocked off to where investigators can't go. But they have footage of him being drug out of bed Oof. and pulled out of one of the rooms and it just looked like he just got mugged oh my god because in the pictures you got like i think it's like four 
black and blue marks like over here on his head and then like a mark over here like it looked like somebody just grabbed him by the head and just pulled him Ooh. and which i think jack osborne one of his paranormal shows and i want to say it's good brothers I don't know. I forget the second one, but there was like two, yeah, two uh, shows on uh, Discovery that had interviews with him during COVID, and they showed the or yeah, showed the footage of him being drug out of bed and all that. It'd be terrifying, like. Well, like, what's, uh, did someone, like, die there? Uh, I was like, I'm assuming a lot of people die there and they're angry spirits. And From what we learned, there was two different train accidents in which I think it was, like, a total of 12 people died between the two trains. Or, yeah, two train wrecks. Then, I don't remember, I know there was one where a little kid fell down the stairs and died, but we had where, or we had some evidence saying that she was pushed down the steps, so. Hmm. But I don't remember, I don't remember if they said the other people died there or not. I think it's just the energy of that was the place where they were always at, and that's why their souls are there, yeah. or for some of them, others were because they died on the property. Yeah, uh, I think um, something came up like this past couple of weeks. Like, someone was asking, like, like what's a ghost? What do you think a ghost is? I would say a ghost is basically like an energy, like, because we all have like our own spirits, so. Yeah for me to basically say what a ghost or a spirit is, it would basically be like our human energy basically being put in a ball. So that's where like, I would say like the orbs are, it's just like a little little energy ball of us that, sorry, I'm trying to think and talk at the same time and it's not working. But I would basically say it's just like a little energy ball that spirits can manipulate being into a full person. But then again, with enough energy, they can form what they looked like when they were alive. That's where you get like your full body apparitions and all that appearing in like photos or on video. Yeah, like um, like stone... You know, I'm sure you're familiar with like stone tape fairy and I feel like it's like it's like like you're saying like energy that's like a memory or something like that like I, I mean you do have somewhere it's uh like a loop and stuff yeah where there are loops but then you also got or have the intelligent ones mm-hmm. where you could be hey what's two plus two and they go it's four yeah. or they give you some type of answer back and in which those ones I feel like are more fun to talk to than the ones that you just hear say help or they have their own like like you said they're on a wheel 
I also like I, I kind of like wish we had like better tools to, like to investigate this like so like EDPs are good or our best I think we have right now of investigating mm. I know with my like my team leader she has a bunch of equipment there's like the SLS camera and that's where like if you're holding the camera they appear as like little stick figures oh, on yeah. the screen you have of course these your cell phone where you can take pictures with that so depending on how advanced your cell phone is you might actually have a really good picture uh depend also if you just go out and buy a normal camera or yeah. like well like, I'm, i was wanting to buy like uh like a film camera like but like you don't make them anymore like it's like special like, uh, like physical film yeah i know my fian fiance wife she's both at this point to me yeah uh she has one of them cameras where like you take the picture and it prints out the little like a little forward yeah yeah she's got one of them and which from what we were told they they take probably one of the better uh pictures because if you do have it developed right or not developed if you do however the process is with that and it's done correctly you can see the orbs right then and there or see what everybody else is trying to find but also at the same time it seems like those cameras i don't know how to explain it but it just seems like those cameras pick it up a lot better than our cameras nowadays yeah because like i know i could take 10 pictures off my phone she could take 10 pictures with that and it seems like with that it picks up something a little bit more or the or the flash is just bright enough that it catches something farther in the distance than say your cell phone flash i think it's like the do with like the physical like film and the process probably yeah I remember I listened to your like one episode about like how you were like hanging out with your buddies and like like having the airsoft war and you went and saw a creature. Oh, that was uh, me and my stepbrothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually just telling this one last night because I had a uh, I had somebody on my podcast where they uh, they're a cryptid society that are not. They're a cryptid investigator for their state because they're like whoever the surrounding one is for the, like their area or no, not their area. It's like one of the bigger cryptid places in the United States. Oh, I can't think of like it's not the it's it around not the BFRO, it's the other one. But he <laughs> was trying to be with them and they didn't even know that. Uh, his state even exists. What? Which is like, yeah, it's like where he lives is like over by Maine, and like Rhode, Rhode Island? Island. Not Rhode Island. It's Maryland. It starts with a C. Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. That's it. Sorry, for some reason I've been on a kick of wanting to say Cincinnati all day. Cincinnati. 
but like he was sitting there talking to me and I was like, yeah, I had my own experience where me and my stepbrothers were having an airsoft war and I took off in one direction thinking that they would chase me because there's this down pine tree and all that. And by the time I made it to this pine tree in which, like I said, I was probably 12, 13 years old, something like that. And I made it to the pine tree. All of a sudden I was hearing noise. I look up. The I basically like from where the pine tree is, there's a trail. Then it goes down the trail a little bit or on the other side of the trail is like a little fishing pond in which like I told him last night, that pond was probably say 50 feet wide. Yeah. A little pond. Yeah. They, it had beautiful fish in it because it connected to another one that was like a little farther down from where I was at. But depending on like the season, it dries up. So it's like depending, but I'm not going to sit there and talk about that, but there was a pond there. And then on the other side of the pond was basically like, I'd say 150 yards tall hill yeah. in which it's, it goes like that. And I was hearing rustling up above. And of course, knowing that my one stepbrother has an airsoft gun that shoots farther than my little like pea shooter. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, all right, he's probably trying to get distance so he doesn't get shot. I'm going to stay behind this. All of a sudden, I like poke my head around to see like what's going on. And I just see two deer take, take off down the hill. And I see a rock just fling past the one deer's head. And I don't know what it was, but like in my mind, I still felt like I was behind the pine or the down pine trees roots come to find out I'm at that point. I'm like standing out in the open straight, like beside the tree. And I'm just like staring up at this big creature. I have to say the hair is probably, I'd say almost like how the bottom part of my beard is yeah. where it's almost like a brownish black color. And I don't know what it was, but I fe it honestly felt like I was standing there for over an hour, just staring at this but I'd say it was maybe within 30 seconds to a minute of me just standing there staring at this creature that he finally went from looking at the two deer that he just threw a rock at to looking straight at me and just or just whipping another rock mm -hmm. and which it probably was about this far from my head like I think he was it went right between me and the down tree and I've always been a big person and I went from standing there after that rock flew past my head to me hauling ass all the way back to my mom's house in which I was probably at least a good mile away from my mom's house I made it back to the house got in my bedroom at that point I just started crying like I saw the boogeyman or something. I'm terrified. 
That's terrifying. Now, the part that I did leave out on my podcast was I woke up the next day in a witch. I I sleep in the back part of the house where, like, it's back door. You walk in, it's basement, my room. And there's, like, a little well for the basement's window right underneath my window. Mm -hmm. And on both sides of the well had two giant footprints in which dirt that was like right there is more like clay yeah and i had a nose and like eyebrows pressed up against my window and hands like right beside the face so it was like this and then of course my stepbrother's room is in the back part of the house facing the woods itself and the ground there is just solid like I couldn't even dig a uh, shovel at oh, wetting down the ground. I could probably dig it up, but a dry day, you'd probably be bending a shovel trying to dig through that dirt. And they had just a handprint in the face up against their window as well. And from when I told the guy last night about this, he was like, he was probably just coming to check and make sure that you understood that you were in his hunting area and you thought or he thought that you were trying to get his next meal so he was warning you and i was like yeah i felt for years that it was warning that this is my meal not yours so it feels like it's still terrifying either way like it's this is like a 12 year old kid they're fucking did you like remember did you remember like any smells or anything i was too far away for a smell yeah like i know everybody sits there and goes oh he stinks oh, and well, it, it smells stinks, duh, duh, duh. yeah no i was probably almost you were booking it you were like you're hauling ass i was hauling ass for one but like even just standing in that moment i feel like because like I've gone back to that spot before, uh, the or landfill bought the home and tore that whole area to pieces. Like I remember, like standing in that location, looking back at the same spot, and I came to an estimation of the creature that I saw was probably around ten feet tall. Yeah, and from where I was standing to where he was standing probably good 200 250 yards away from me so like there was good distance yeah you can't it'd be hard to smell from that far yeah i don't think i would have been able to smell them from that far but like this my last hunting season so like right after thanksgiving i went down to hunting camp with my fiance's father-in-law or my father-in-law and they him and his buddy were down at base camp just like i think they were getting ready for lunch or something i just wanted to sit up in the blind all day and which it's a nice wooden blind probably about 15 feet off the ground and i had all the windows down had the shotgun in the corner just 
waiting on a deer all of a sudden i don't know what it was but I, like i got a i'll say like a wet dog rotten egg type smell yeah and which i had the three windows down so like i could just grab point and shoot and all of a sudden that smell hit me i'm sitting there going what just died like i'm looking around out the windows like trying to see like where the smell's coming from all of a sudden i poke my head out the right side window and a rock just hits right below where the window is and it was like this big fuck I poked my head back in the window, sat in the chair, and I'm sitting here going, "Oh great, I'm uh, I got a hunting buddy, and he does not wanting to share." Like I, I sat up there for, I want to say till about five o'clock in the afternoon, and in which the sun didn't go down for like another hour, and I'm like, "All right, I'm getting out of the woods before uh, it gets dark. I'm not a." Uh, definitely not playing the yeah because game they're definitely like nocturnal i feel like sasquatches i feel like it's back and forth only because a lot of them are in a group or a family unit per se yeah so i definitely feel like within the family unit a lot of them are active at night and they have like maybe one or two that's active during the day to make sure that nothing's stumbling upon the family mm-hmm. so I definitely felt like I caught the eye of one of the ones that was active during the day but like even that night like I was sleeping at a tent because I was like alright there or the trailer that we're in it's in, it's in decent shape but they have it in my head where there's like mice and snakes and all that in the trailer and I'm like I'm uh, I'm good I'm not wanting to deal with that yeah that and the one guy keeps it like hot in the trailer like you 80, mean, like 80 you degrees mean, oh like I think it's like 90 almost oh my in God. The so like you're laying there just sweating you're just like uh this is miserable and which like that whole week I would have probably rather been in the trailer because it was freezing out there but like in which yeah you can get on my TikTok and like scroll back and you'll see where I'll sit there and show the heater and me being in the can- or the tent because that's when I was hunting but like that night I was hearing whoops there was something howling with the coyotes because I don't want to say it was like same pitch but like if he had a tone deaf person singing with a good singer, yeah, tell that there was a different pitch, and I'm sitting there going, "Great, I made something mad out in the woods just for being out in the woods, and it's now going to try and keep me up all night." Yeah. Uh, the paper, the paper is like super interesting. I was thinking like excellent like track one eventually and figure out their so I heard, i've heard like they like my, like migrate and stuff as well 
heard like hypothesis that people have had. I know a lot of people come up with their own like theories and which I mean I could see where they want to like they have to move around because like food supplies and food yeah because you got to follow what where your food goes if say the deer are on like this side of the valley because of this side being warmer and has more food during like say the summer where the winter time this side of the valley has the pines or this or that they're going to follow their food source so it's like but then again you also got to realize where the water supply is as well so mm. as long as you could say there's enough coverage for them to make say a little man shaped home that's going to be good water is always good and food where it goes is always good so like Summertime, they could be, like I said, over on this side. Wintertime, they could be over on this side. Mm. So it's more or less just trying to figure out where the food's going to be and the water is. And I got a feeling you can, you'll have a good spot of where they're going to be. Makes sense. That's a very strange like, for them to be like not an herbivore. Considering how big they are, because like, like, you know, like gorillas and stuff are like herbivores mostly. It's been like a big giant primate. Uh, I assume they're primates. I would say they're primates because I know, like, looking back in like history, there's they are. There was one of the Bigfoot documentaries that I watched. They were sitting there showing the like timeline from like monkeys, chimpanzees and humans. Yeah. And it just shows that humans and chimpanzees matched. Well, they're like our closest to us per se. Yeah. And it shows where humans and chimpanzees made it for like so many years and that we're missing a couple links of, the line per se of the, yeah, yeah showing missing links of where they are to where we are and everybody thinks that Bigfoot is that one link that could put the whole puzzle together like that missing piece yeah and which all honesty I feel like I feel like they're more like a cousin if anything I was, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they're, like, part of that line, but I feel like it was more or less a a different link. I feel like, yes, we, if, if we could live side by side with Bigfoot, I feel like they have a better survival instinct than us humans, but I feel like we have technology on our side to where we could survive longer yeah where i feel like with them they're living i feel like they have they're smart in their own way just like we're smart in our way but i definitely feel like if they were given the correct tools per se they would probably 
Yeah, I would say they would probably have a better chance of beating us in the long-term run. Yeah. Because they're already like 10, 12 feet tall. They're already like close to nine to, yeah, 900 pounds to a thousand pounds, depending on that whole weight scenario. So it's like they have us beat by just mass, let alone probably strength, where we just go, all right, we're smarter. We got this, this, this to help us. So it's one of them give or take type moments. I was like wondering if like their food food supply is like I wonder if their their population is doing well or is it going up or down or I definitely say it's probably going up only because just I'll say within like the last 10 years it went from a lot of the sightings being on like the west coast side yeah like it's California been, it, Wyoming to now a it's for like uh like you get like a sighting like every like 15 or 10 years in like west coast and now it's like getting more and more rapid of sightings and stuff no i was gonna say just here in ohio with west virginia and pennsylvania we're getting at least a sighting once a month or three sightings a month wow so it's like either some people are out there looking over here or somebody or or I should say somebody's not caring enough to stay hidden at the moment so it's definitely that what's going on moment but I definitely feel like their population is growing a lot more than we think it is because there's too many sightings now it's definitely a moment of hey this is where they are this is where we should be looking and not going and looking where somebody saw one like four months ago yeah where did he where did he seem to be uh well located in ohio so. well all right i live in sandy valley yeah and which my sighting took place in malvern and which that's probably 30 minutes from where I, oh, I'll say about 30 minutes from where I live. Cause my sister's house lives about 20 minutes away from me. All right, so yeah, I'd say about 25 minutes in which I've been doing a little bit more research about the area around me. And Minerva actually had the very first sighting here in Ohio. And Minerva's probably 30 minutes away from me as well. So it's like where I live, I can guarantee you, I could say there's something cryptid around me per se, but it's just like, I just have to get out there, find that river source, find the, where the deer are in a witch. Grassman, yeah. Shockingly, just driving down the road, the river's right there. I've seen plenty of deer just all over the place where I live because Sandy Valley, Alvern, and Minerva is nothing but farming country to begin with. So it's like the deer's here. There's plenty of rivers around us. 
and there's enough woods around us as well that you know shelter and stuff yeah they have shelter so it's basically it where i live basically fits the motive of where one could be and like i said malvern where my mom's house was standing is where my encounter was at that's probably 30 minutes away and that area was bought up by the dump so i got a feeling the one i saw had to move and which if he moved he was moving either closer to minerva or sandy so it's like there's a family unit within say sandy valley to minerva so it's more or less just getting out there and looking yeah, it sounds like a like a pretty nice spot if like if i was a sasquatch to set up a family unit and live there well i know like at my mom's house because she like when she lived there i would still go i would still go out to the woods by myself and like look around there were berries there were berries but i don't remember what type of berries there were plenty of like frogs rabbits other small game let alone the all right deer. the white-tailed deer here in ohio it's depending crazy. on the area you're in for one is crazy beyond just population but like in malvern sandy and minerva the only way you can hunt in those three areas is by owning the land so like if you have like five acres of land you have enough uh land to privately hunt where the more open spots for hunters in ohio to go are more south so the deer where i live are huge hmm. like if i could easily get one of them with say like my crossbow or a gun during gun i definitely probably would have to only get maybe one or two to have my freezer full for a complete year i believe it it's because like they're like getting fat on the private land and stuff right oh yeah they they're the deer basically on private land feel a little bit more comfortable because they're not getting pushed to be hung so they basically can sit there eat what they need to survive and make themselves bigger in winter so makes sense if the only thing hunting them is say a sasquatch or a coyote I definitely think I'd be getting a little bit bigger too to stay warmer where the deer on open land that you can hunt on they're a little bit more skittish because yeah. they're being hunted by everything so it's like it's called deer are down here like they're pretty scrawny and skittish oh yeah like like I said I would I would bet that there's probably a family unit within the 30 minute or I'll just, yeah, I'll say the zones of Minerva, Sandy to Malvern. And for me, it's just, I got to get out there and start looking. It's just, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the people that want to put it out there and say, Hey, I saw something and which 
a lot of people for some reason think they're crazy when they go, oh, I saw this or I saw that. And I've been trying to get people to just say, hey, I saw this. Can you look into it? I just want people, like, I'm like you. I say, I want to learn more about this and be open minded about it. And I guess this is an actual, like, species that we're not, like, acknowledging here and we and try to protect them as much as possible. Like, because I think, like, uh, like gorillas, for instance, like, we thought, like, gorillas were a myth for, like, a long time. To like discover them to like, I forget when, like early 20th century, I think it was. I want to say the gorillas, I think it was like, I think it was like 90 something. 90? 19 something. I think it was the 90s. But it, I know, what was it? The last primate to be discovered was like back in 2015, 2016. What? And they're constantly discovering uh, new type of fish or new type of uh, sea life yearly. Like oh, yeah. you just get on and watch Shark Week. They're pulling like three new different sharks that you've never heard of or ever seen out of the ocean during Shark Week. Yeah, I, like, I have like a, like a Google alert thing. And like, oh, like, let me know, like, every time they discover new species or something like that, it's crazy. Like, they discover like the rainforest. I think they discover stuff like all the time in the rainforest, like new fauna, new insects, and everything. Well, the rainforest is insane just because of how much land there is. Like, we can say that we've discovered more stuff above our heads than the land that we've walked on, let alone the ocean. So it's like, I think the last time I looked, they said that they've only discovered like 8% of what is in our ocean. Yeah. And I think the land that we're standing on, they've only covered like 70, I think it was like 70% or 75% of the land we walk on that they've discovered stuff on. So there's still that big number saying, hey, this is unknown. Like, yeah. I remember, I forget, I know I never pu published the episode, but we were talking about the Bermuda Triangle monster. And we found out that it was basically, it's never been spotted. It's just one of them theory cryptids that people were just trying to say, this is why planes and boats. Oh, yeah stuff go missing just to find out that somebody had spotted what they called the Antarctica Godzilla hmm. and there's only one sighting of this creature and they were making it sound like the 80s version of Godzilla I mean so that's, but, pretty, yeah. that's pretty normal for like big fish stories and stuff like oh yeah but they were like making this thing seem like it was a giant lizard 
swimming in the ocean and I'm sitting here going say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Well, you're saying it's cold area. Somebody could have gotten a picture off because reptiles don't move that well in cold. Yeah. Right? If Florida drops to like 50 degrees, you're watching iguanas fall out of a tree. It's true. So it's like, in which a lot of the cryptids I always sit there and take with granite when you see their sightings or hear about their sightings. Now the one in which the guy that I was recording with last night, he uh, was sitting there telling me some stories about uh, these two truckers that were... I forget the name of the highway, but it was like a certain highway over there by Maine that they saw rakes. And rakes, yeah. Isn't it like those like errant things? Uh, yeah, they're like, I don't know how tall they are. They, he was saying that they were like 10 feet, 11 feet tall and they're like solid like white or gray color yeah their eyes are like sunken more back in their skull like best way i could probably describe them is almost like a zombie like state just more like a whiter color or gray color and bald and he was sitting there saying like telling me that these truckers that the one's like a bodybuilder like the dude legit that was like his thing when he wasn't in the truck was lifting constantly. And he said that that guy saw it was like, Nope, I'm gone. Get started the truck up left after it like looked straight at him. And then he said the second truck driver was like in bed and noticed something like walking around the truck. So he started looking in the mirror and noticed that this thing's like shoulder was like right at the window of the semi truck. Yeah. And he said that this thing bent over to look in the window, looked straight at him. And he said he went from being in bed to jumping in the driver's seat and leaving. That makes sense. But my one uh, gaming buddy, he said he had a rake that followed him around for 15 years. Wow. In a way, I would best advice I can give anybody if you have what you feel like is a rake I would get on Etsy and try and find somebody somebody to help you 
release the negative energy from it away, get a core cutting, or even find somebody that can take care of the problem because those things will drain your energy to where it may cause death to even oh, some type of sickness or illness being death. So I'd be careful with that. You feel like they're like parasitic in some way? I feel like rakes are something to definitely be in the paranormal realm, but also have a physical form as well. Yeah. Like, like, I would say something along the lines of a skinwalker, but skinwalkers and rakes are like two different things. Yeah. Like the skinwalker, like a like a witch kind of skinwalker. Yeah. yeah. Like where they can transform and all that, yeah. but. For a rake, they go from being super tall on all fours to like about three feet on the ground. Or I said that backwards. 11 feet on two legs and about they could get down to about three feet being on all fours because of how they can manipulate their body. Yeah. So it's like they're running at you or they're on all fours running at you. And in which either way, they're both quick. Like what I read, like they're pretty creepy. They're insanely creepy, and I don't know anything about it. Like past the internet, though, it seems to be like things are at the time of the internet. Like the what's that, guy, what's that one tall guy? Um, Slenderman, like Slenderman kind of thing. Oh, Slenderman, yeah. Uh. I know, I don't know a lot about Slenderman. I just know he was something that was started on the internet. I mean, there's like a lot of videos out there of having this tall creature with no face and a business suit, like stand off in the background. Yeah, but you know, like take a take everything with a grain of salt because like people like to manipulate stuff and. Photoshop stuff and it's what's hard about it knowing about it people like to fake stuff well like alright Slenderman all of the information that I've that I have looked up because I have a whole jar system for my podcast where like I have enough names in for a cryptid jar paranormal jar and then UFO slash others I don't remember what I put on that one but like, I think I have Slenderman in my cryptid jar, but it's like anything that I, or everything that I've looked up on Slenderman has been really just like a... Everything I looked up has been like very shallow. Yeah, like I think the first sighting of Slenderman was like 2011 yeah. or 2010, and at which... So that's also when like everybody started editing stuff into yeah. pictures so it's like I feel like it's easy to mock that one on saying yeah that could be editing or it could be this or that because it seems like everybody that sees Slenderman is a young kid yeah. 
So it's like, eh. And unfortunately, there's that thing that happened with the two kids, and it's very sad. Yeah. I, uh, one of the po- other podcasts that I talked to, they did an episode on that. And they said it was a heartbreaking story because of it. And they didn't know that there was a documentary that came out about it. And then the actual movie that was based off of what happened and all that. And which mental illness is definitely a hard one to talk about. Yeah. Any illness is really hard to talk about, but yeah, that that's also another reason why I don't, I'm not like super big into Slender Man is because of that whole incident. Because like, I remember hearing about that and that's what actually got me looking into Slender Man and noticing that all of the interactions that people were getting were kids and it seemed like it was basically just a bedtime story. Best way I can put it. Mm -hmm. Even though some dark stuff happened because of this little story. It's heartbreaking. Honestly. Oh, I feel like like the black eyed children are more interesting to me, I find. See, I would love to have a black eyed children experience, but I live in a state that has no reports of black eyed children. Yeah, same here. And which it seems like a lot of their reports come from Texas. So I don't know what makes Texas so interesting with or for the black eyed children, but I've heard, I I've heard like like near like military camps, and like bases. There's a lot of reports of black-eyed children as well. Yeah, it seems like anybody that's always up later and around military bases always has some type of experience with black-eyed children. In which this was another conversation I had last night with about black-eyed children, and in which it somehow led us onto. Her, yeah, led us to Men in Black. Yeah, and I'm gonna pitch this out to you because it was pitched to me. Do you think if the black-eyed children are able to age and grow, do you think they go from being black-eyed children to being in the Men in Black? I think they're like uh, they're used by the Men in Black. I remember one report where a lady let, or let the kids in and this is the only reason why I'm thinking those two are tied because the men in black do appear to some people after black eyed children leave and tell them say, Hey, you didn't see what you saw. But I remember one report where the lady allowed the kids to come in. And of course, you don't ever let black eyed children come in because bad stuff happens. Like the lady's husband ended up getting a bloody nose that didn't want to stop. Mm-hmm. They asked the kids to leave. The kids walked out the door and walked up to a, what was it, a black car that 
basically matched detail to detail of how people said this is what a men in black car looks like oh yeah and then they said like the following morning or the following day after that incident uh that same car pulled back up but two guys dressed in what everybody says men in black look like walked up to their door knocked on the door and said hey what you guys saw last night did not happen and that if you tell anybody or will be back to hurt you What's so it's like you think like uh uh i think men in black are human like i heard of the theory like our hypothesis that they're not exactly human per se i know with the men in black a lot of the stuff that you see or that you hear about them is always around like ufos so i'm wanting to say it's definitely probably an alien hybrid where they're supposed to try and look like us but with like some of the details that you hear they seem like they're more alien type within the face mm-hmm. so i would definitely say the men in black are probably like a hybrid of an alien and a human so it's like somewhere within that realm per se yeah, we got like andrew cole and stuff like per se sea science yeah. after like mothman and stuff yeah because like everybody that i've or not everybody but every report that i've looked into because i've been trying to get a men in black episode out there it's just been a rabbit hole after rabbit hole of everything it also doesn't help that there's like four movies about or that have men in blacks uh yeah so it's like trying to dig out all the stuff for men in or yeah trying to dig around the four movies basically don't help so it's like just some people were talking about how it is like a secret organization for the government even though you're getting this around the world yeah at that point it's like a secret organization that the world runs that basically keeps telling people hey what you are seeing is not real this is just your imagination messing with you to where even just looking into it and saying well a lot of this stuff the people say they have gray skin solid black eyes and a smooth spot where a nose is supposed to be so that's where i go and go well i think the men in black are aliens and not real humans but they, it seems like they try and protect the cryptids and some of the paranormal stuff that go on around the world because they're not going to let you sit there and say well i saw this giant moth-like bird-like creature that's a humanoid flying around trying to warn us about bad stuff oh it could be like they're just like trying to like maybe you don't need to know about it kind of thing like like how police are when like there's a or a firefighter there's a fire and they're like trying to keep the public safe and kind of thing maybe like, i'm not sure it's like so like you're saying like there's like such little stuff of like really about it that like it's like go around fucking movies and stuff and 
I was going to say, I think the most information that you can get about the men in black was from Roswell yeah. with that whole incident, because it seemed like you had almost like a whole school being told, Hey, you didn't see this. And then you had some people that were trying to talk about Roswell and they were visited multiple times by the men in black. And they were like, Hey, stop talking or you're going to get hurt. So it's like, yeah, I got like a whole like 10 episodes on UFOs alone. It's, there were so many different encounters the field I've had or like, I don't, I can't explain. I can't like hand wave it away. Their experience. It's hard to. Yeah. And which for anybody that doesn't know about Roswell by now, I feel like you're on the or you're listening to the wrong podcast and you need to uh, go listen to different types. I'm sorry on that one. Cause like, I know I haven't covered it online. I, I'm not very far into yours only because for some reason, my, my work life has gone hectic to where I'm not able to listen to podcasts anymore. Yeah. I'm same here. I've been so busy. Like I can't like, I used to be able to like just, uh, have a podcast and like listen on my, uh, picker order, order picker. And just like, listen to podcasts all for eight hours a day and, not anymore can't oh yeah no my my place is cracking down on safety and they're like well it's not safe for a tow motor driver to be listening to stuff and not pay attention to their surroundings and i'm like i've driven forklifts for this long and i've never hit one person and i've always had an earbud in yeah and i'm like I can have a full-on conversation with somebody and be listening to a podcast all at the same time. But I'm not going to sit there and argue with them because yeah. they'll win because they can just go, well, we don't need you. Exactly. So, so my job is like, they pay us pretty good and they can tell us what to do. Cause they, I was going to say I get paid decent, but I also have a pension and a 401k to, on a retirement. So yeah, I'm too. like, I got to be good. Yeah, because like, you know, we're adults now and we got like, think about like other people. <laughs> it's like other people, like my wife and like, the wife and kids depend on me now. And it's hard. I, I try and pop in an earbud when I'm at home and doing nothing just listen but it's just like i get to the point where i'm like running around that i'm just like all right i can't listen i have to focus on what i'm doing we're at work like i try to stay to myself and get the job done so it's like i feel like i can listen when i'm not around other people makes sense uh, uh i don't feel like like me like at work i'm like I I do my work. I get I go to here clock in and like do my work. I don't like worry about anything. Like but there's always like apparently like drama with like drama at work for some reason. And like I don't know what you guys are talking about all this work drama. Like, I was gonna say it seems like there's drama everywhere I go. And it goes over my head for some reason because like I don't really worry about it. I, 
I want to say I try not to worry about it. Sometimes it's just like they're like it's right there in my face. Yeah. And somebody's trying to start it and I'm just like, I don't care. I'm tired. It's one o'clock in the morning, just let me let me just be. Yeah. Or my sister is just wanna start it for the start it for the fun of it. And I'm just like, I don't care. I'm like, let's you guys just do whatever you want. Just leave me out of it. I'm tired. I feel that. And that's the best excuse I can always give everybody is, hey, just, I don't care. I'm tired. Leave me alone. Because it seems like I'm tired all the time. Me too. I can feel it. I can like sleep like 12 hours and still be like exhausted sometimes. That's from work. So, yeah, last weekend, I had a four-day weekend, and I basically slept for most of it. Like, took the wife out to the drive-in movie theater in Strasburg, Ohio, and we went to go watch, because it's like $7 per person, and you get to see two free movies, or you get to see two movies. One side had Fast X and the Super Mario Brothers movie. The other side had Little Mermaid and Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. We went to go see Little Mermaid and Guardians of the Galaxy. I fell asleep during the whole Little Mermaid movie because my blood pressure sucks and I get tired easily whenever, I don't know. Last weekend was completely weird because I ran out of medicine because I had like three days left. I ordered my pills and the place that I get my medicine from for some odd reason made it like a last ordeal thing. So I didn't get it till like Monday. So I ended up sleeping during the one movie and she tried keeping me awake during the second movie because it started to somewhat rain and we were in the bed of my truck. Oh yeah. So we ended up spinning the truck around to watch it inside the truck and she kept me awake because she knew how much I wanted to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a nice time though. You and your wife just having a nice time together. I I try and do something for her her yeah. when we can and when we have the extra money. It's just, there's some weekends where you're just like, well, you got to pay bills and yeah. get groceries. You like just stay and, in and have some like popcorn or something. Just, I was going to say we're, we're almost always home just because we're trying to save up to get married. Yeah. So like if people hear me where I go, uh, fiance or wife, it's because my brain knows that we're not married, but at the same time, like she's your wife. She's like, yeah, yeah. That's I proposed. Want. It's been a year that we've been engaged, going on two here in September, but like in your heart, she's your wife. It's yeah. That's all my, I felt when I was engaged. Like, I'm getting a uh, X tattoo on the ring finger because I'm not really big into jewelry, even though I told her if uh, she gets the ring for me, it's gonna be hanging around my neck because 
I like necklaces. Mm. I don't like things on my fingers. So I was just going to get the fin- or the Viking X on my ring finger. So everybody knows out there that, hey, I'm taken. I'm Because it seems like everybody's always looking at the fingers where some of my friends actually wear the ring around their neck due to their job. Yeah. My job technically does not like jewelry around the wrist hands or your neck even though i wear some protection crystals being a part of the paranormal i wear protection crystals around my neck but i tuck it all the way in my shirt and i normally have a hoodie on over top my shirt so even if i the necklace is on my shirt i have a hoodie still protecting my neck per se then again i drive forklifts so it's harder for me to get hung up on something. You work in uh, receiving or um, the dock? Uh, technically both. Yeah. Because they don't really have a receiving shift. No, they don't really have enough people for like a receiving area. Yeah. Yeah. For our night shift. So I basically take stuff out to people, let alone unload trucks and which I don't mind because it makes the night go by faster. Yeah. I remember that. I remember loading on the trucks. Uh, it's fun. Like when they you play uh, musical doors with the trucks and you have to like move trucks around. That's fun. Oh, it's a blast. Especially cause we have to load like giant stuffs into the trailer where like you have maybe an inch or two on both sides of the pallet oh, yeah. to get it in the truck. So we'll tell them, hey, you got to go to... Door three. Door, like... I want to say ours is like door 22 yeah. or 23, something like that. So it's like right there on the corner. So when you come in, you just swing and go straight in. So you're not dealing with the rest of the stuff on the dock. But it's just like you always get somebody else that will pull into that door and you're like, Hey, you're supposed to be at this door. So this guy can be at this door. And it's even better because nobody knows how to speak English. That is a driver. And they're just like, for the people that didn't see my face, it was an open jaw. Like you have no understand with a thumbs up. And the poor dog dog is like, you can call your hard dog up and like, I need you to move this trailer to this door. And... Oh, we don't have a yard dog yet. Oh, yeah. They've been talking about it for like the last year and a half, but we still don't have one. Oh. Or, uh, like, you'll find like one pallet or something and like no one knows where it is. And like, there are like three different doors. You try to find it. Yep. We had one guy, or we had one truck that showed up. It had, I think, like 15 pallets on it. And one of the guys unloaded like 16 pallets. And the one pallet had nothing but Bibles on it. And we're like, we don't use Bibles here at all. So it was like, all right, we got to send, we got to get a hold of that truck driver and have him come back and grab this pallet because... We didn't buy it. We didn't get it. 
yeah it's not ours yeah and also like that sometimes like often you have like that one order that's going out and it's waiting for that one part to come in and like no one knows the fuck where it's at truck's at and it finally comes off like last minute oh <laughs> yeah i was gonna say for all or for us there's like certain parts that we need for the night yeah and there the day shift always leaves a note saying hey truck's supposed to show up at this time and then say it's like 10 or 11 o'clock at night yeah the, and we're out of it down at the other end and they're like hey we need this part right now where's the truck at and we're like uh not here we have said it was supposed to be here at 11 and it's now like one o'clock in the morning that truck will probably show up at 6 30 when it's like it works over it's probably sitting there uh, like a pilot or something waiting for it's 10 hours to be done come by it's not like some truck i don't like truckers like they have to like take a break every 10 hours or something i think depends i guess i think it's like 14 hours of current driving is how long they're allowed to be on the road like then they have to stop i think after yeah, they have to stop and then they have to be off the road for i think it's like five or six hours i only know this because my uh my stepfather he's a truck driver and him and my actual father both keep telling me that i should become a truck driver so i can have all this extra money and all that and i'm just like yeah, I like driving, but I don't want to drive nothing that big. Yeah. Then again, any money that I make being a truck driver, I would have to put back and all that and gas and stuff rather, and insurance and yeah, I'd rather just have a a job that puts the money back for me and tells me I'm doing a great job. Feel that. I'm hoping to like open a food truck one day because I love cooking and stuff. I keep I keep telling myself that I've had that dream for like I'd say almost 10 years now where I'd be like I just want to open up a food truck or I want to open up a restaurant and just cook for people and now it's like I'm doing a cooking podcast that We've done one episode, but I'm just like, like this is what I'm gonna do. It feels great to cook. I know it's like you like put all the hard work into it, and you and you like it's great food and it's awesome. See, I my my the my wife loves watching Next Level Chef. Yeah, and which it's my fault because one of the guys on TikTok was on the first season of it, and which he. He was uh, Greg, dude with like a big beard, does like all of the like cooking of meat stuff, like barbecue and all that mm. on TikTok. And like we watched that season and he got voted off like second episode. And I was like, man, man this sucks. I hate this show. Yeah. So then she watched this season and which 
another TikToker. I think she made it to like the final five before getting voted off. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, she, this girl can cook. And then it's like, you get on TikTok and start watching her. And she's like sitting there mixing all this stuff up, like making homemade bread, turning around, then making like homemade peanut butter mm. and then jelly just to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I'm sitting here going, eh, it's cheaper to buy it at the store and then put it together at home. I don't know. I don't have enough time to sit here and make a homemade it. peanut butter jelly sandwich from scratch. Yeah. She made it fully from scratch and I'm sitting here going, yeah, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. Like homemade bread's awesome though. I would like I would make homemade bread. But like I'm not making the peanut butter and that's for like that's for a peanut butter jelly sandwich though. I don't know. Yeah, I I just don't have the time to make homemade stuff like that. I mean my grandmother and my mom and my sisters make homemade cornbread, homemade like breaded material and all that, and I'm just like yeah that tastes great for me it's like i'm sitting there looking at a box going all right it says add water add this add this 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 and i don't want to do that yeah i'm one of them people that like going out to the grill or getting out the cast iron skillet and making or cooking the meat because that's like the main part of the dish yeah. i'm just like yeah this looks good i've been like rolling to like watching like steak cooking videos on TikTok hooks and stuff like them like basting it and taking it out and put some sage and pepper and all that stuff on there it's awesome I've been watching I don't know why I've been watching a lot of videos on where they smoke the like this giant roast on the smoker and they'll be like well I've I put all the seasoning on before I put it on the cooker I put it on for about three hours with no paper after it gets to a certain temperature, wrap it up in this expensive paper because it's like cardboard paper. They put it back on the smoker for like another additional five, six hours and then they pull it off and then it's just like, they'll sit there and grab it and they're just like, it's almost like watching somebody make pulled pork. Yeah. But they're like basically just ripping the meat apart by hand, and I'm sitting there going, Ugh. "I would do that, but I would run out of propane so fast." Yeah, you could just like smoke. I want to get like a actual smoker. That'd be nice. I have a little smoker that's got like three shelves. Yeah, I love it, but it's a pain in the ass to clean. Oh yeah, because I get. Uh, if you're like a, like a wood burning stove or anything like soot gets everywhere that and if you don't soak your charcoal like 24 hours ahead of time it will burn straight through it so fast yeah. and I learned that one the hard way because I never had a smoker before first time I used it I started reading up instructions and all that and they're like uh, soak wood for more than 24 hours and I'm sitting here going soak wood I'm like ah, I just put the wood in about 10 minutes ago you fine? I guess I ain't cooking today then again like my uncle looks at me and goes you put it on slow and you just just flip every 30 minutes 
like seven hours later, I'm like, uh, the chicken looks done. Steak looks done. This looks done. Where was the point of me having to wrap all this? And my uncle goes, you don't have to wrap it. Only people, only thing that you wrap is once it gets to, or once it's the big hunk of meat, like a roast or mm -hmm. old pork. And I'm sitting here going, well, that's what I wanted to do. And there, he's like, well, you should have told me that I had this at home. And I'm like, okay, I still haven't got to do it. It's been hard to like find like big pieces of meat at the grocery stores now. Like, well, it's because of so, inflation and yeah. everything. And this is where I'd rather be a Bigfoot, where I can go out and get a deer and eat it that way, and not have to. I miss venison so much. Oh, I love it. I'm I'm pumped for hunting hunting season this year. I'm not letting Bambi get past me this year. Is there, uh, like, I love, like, deer stew and, like, all of it, honestly. If it's, like, done right, it's really, really good. I love deer steak. Yeah. Anything, I love all steaks. Like, I've had, when, when Cabela's actually gave you burgers and not, like, a little sandwich. Yeah. So, like say early 2000 2010 like around then i would legit drive from canton ohio to west virginia just to go to cabela's for one to go shop but two just to get out of their cafe and try the elk try the bison mm. try all their like exotic game just to be able to say well, I've had bison, and which I've had bison before Cabela's, but it definitely it has more of a wild game taste than deer does. Yeah. And which I know my father-in-law has his own little recipe to take like that game taste out of deer meat and all that, and which I wish I would have known that before trying bison because... I ate bison with just like normal, how I normally cook a steak is seasoning and flipping it every so often for probably 20-ish minutes. Yeah. yeah. Bison's game taste is like strangling strong. And my fiance's, yeah. or my fiance's dad, my father-in-law, he it's like onion or something like that or onion onion or gar no garlic powder yeah yeah it's garlic powder and something with onion i think is what he mixes in with it or mix or cooks with it and then does like his whole seasoning pattern and all this other stuff just to weaken down the game taste in which i'm not a big onion fan but it helps. Steaks are good. Yeah. I know like, you can like, buy like bison meat at the grocery store now. They're even, at least down here, they're like, they sell you like little like one pound packs of ground bison you can get. But I, I, think, I think there's like one store in Ohio that sells it. And I don't know if they still sell it. But it's like, uh, 
I want to say it's like a 12 ounce, I'll just say like 12 ounce steak. Yeah. But it's like, I think like $35, $40 for just one steak of that. Like, it's expensive. Yeah. You think, how's elk? How's elk taste? Elk? I'd say elk is about the same as deer. Like, I'd probably say a little stronger than how, or yeah, a little strong game taste than deer, but not as bad as uh, bison. Like, bison is probably the most gamiest meat you'll ever have. You think, uh, like, uh, more, like, more like predators, uh, animal has more gamey it tastes? Yeah, I would probably go with that. I think it's like the, like the fear, that's the fear, the stink fear, I guess. Taste on it. I, I want to go and try and hunt a moose. A moose, like, ooh. I know you can, I know the only way of hunting moose is like by winning a raffle, but I would definitely pay the money to go on a moose hunt just because I know for a fact my freezer would be full after getting one moose yeah, and de- again but like definitely like a mature bull for oh, sure yeah. like i remember what is it i want to say it's meat eater on netflix yeah they had an episode where the main guy or whoever the main like person is on that show his buddy's dad won a free hunt to go hunt a uh, moose and they showed you like how they had to like cut the moose down into pieces just to load it up onto a helicopter to have it airlifted out of there to then for it to go to the processor for them to get it like a week later and which they showed the I think they showed the guys or that dude's father's uh, freezer in which it was full like he was definitely eating happy for a year. That's a good freezer for uh, storing meat and stuff. Cause like, I want to get it like a a big freezer for like meat and stuff. And I was gonna say I got a small, like external or yeah, I have a small freezer here. And I know if I can at least get maybe one or two deer, that'll Build either up. it'll either have it half full with one or completely full with two, but like, I definitely want to see it. My freezer a little bit more full, fuller than where it's at right now. And which I can't complain. It's like halfway full of chicken and cow right now. And I'm, I'm so burnt out on chicken and pork. That's all we buy. Cause it's so cheap compared to like beef and stuff. I was gonna say I've been trying to eat a lot of chicken because I'm trying to drop some weight. Yeah. But it's like at the same time I'm like, all right, how can I cook this differently than yeah. before? Mm, yeah, like I'm gonna bake it, fry it, and some like it's. Uh, I come and cook chicken so many times. <laughs> it's like, well, that's that's why like. Cause I don't know if you tuned into, like I said, the 
first episode of the cooking show with uh, me being paranormally cryptid and yeah. Dark Phoenix from the UK. But like we were doing a popsicle where you got the drumstick and you pull all the meat up to one side of the bone and you cook it that way. They did it in the air fryer. It took them probably like 30, 35 minutes. I left it on the grill and which I probably had mine done in about the same amount of minutes, but I left mine on a little bit more just to be safe because I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. Food poisoning is not fun. Oh yeah, I've, I've had it. It sucks. Chicken with guts oh, out. I've I've had it on th- I've had it at Thanksgiving before. Actually, I had it a couple weeks ago because of uh, something. But yeah, no, I would rather overcook the food a little bit to make sure, hey, it's safe, than to feed my wife or myself something that's raw. Hundred percent. Yeah. So how, how do you feel about uh, us talking for like ninety minutes? Has it been that long? Yeah. I haven't even looked at the time yet. <laughs> I know normally I'm looking at the time clock, going, "All right, all right, how are we doing? How are we doing?" I've just been relaxed, just going with it. Yeah, it me too. I like I. It's been going. It's just. Shit and shit, you know. Well, I I feel good about it. I feel good. If you want to keep going, I'm I'm down. I mean, I'm good if you want to call it. Take on the baby. Oh, amen. Well, what do you guys think about that? Pretty good conversation, don't you think? Cody is very knowledgeable, very great experiences he had, and very knowledgeable about the topic matter, I would say. I feel like he's very honest and very genuine guy. I enjoyed having him on. I'll probably have him on again soon, so if you enjoyed it, let me know. Again, you can watch, uh, you listen to Cody and then on his podcast at Paranormally Cryptid Podcast. Got some great, great content he has on there. You also catch him on TikTok on Paranormally Cryptid as well. I thank you for, thank you all for joining me this evening or morning or afternoon or whenever you decide to turn on this podcast. Join me on next time whenever you are listening to um thank you uh check out my podcast uh this has been cozy cryptid i'm tanner uh check me out on the social medias and on tiktok and listen to the podcast everywhere you listen to podcast hope you have a great one and thank you
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.